Hello, everybody. We are back. Episode 76 of 3 Go Podcasting. Uh, we're all here. Uh, Ian and Jason as well. Hello, chaps. Hey. Hello. How, how, are, are, how are we doing? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think we're surviving. I know that much. Well, the world Just hasn't ended yet. since last week, so that's good. That's just, let's, take, let's take the positives. We're still here. Yeah. Hasn't been nuclear alienation around the world. Um, I do. I've got a stinking cold, so apologies in advance if I cough and splutter through this. But, it is man, man flu. flu. It is man Wait, how flu. long have you had that? Yeah. Um, since yesterday, I just suddenly there got sore throat, sniffles everywhere. So I was, uh, had lots of no, seats. Sure it's man yeah, no, I've done, I've done all the, um, done all the tests. It's all fine. Uh, but it got you know a bit of sniffling on the train. It's amazing how much space you can get on the table. Uh, yeah, everyone just gets up and leaves. Yeah, but amazing. I don't want to be anywhere near you. See you later. I mean, that happens a lot of the time anyway. But this is particularly because I was sniffling. Um, yeah, yeah, so uh, any excitement since we last spoke? What have you been up to the last week? Just We were just talking about this just before when we like the commute. Like, yeah, I don't know how. Dull, isn't it? <laughs> how did we do five days before without dying at the end of the week? It's just like yeah. I feel absolutely exhausted after just two days of travelling up to London. I'm actually and, glad that I have never done it. So, you know, you you two guys, you know, you're heroes in my eyes. You know, oh, just, really? Yeah. Really? You need to set your goals a little bit higher. <laughs> it's a very low bar. <laughs> two people go to work in London. They're heroes. But thanks, Ian. I'll yeah. take that on board. Thank that's you. That's all right. I'd like to be kind. Okay. That's it. Very you kind. be kind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did it. I've done... Yeah, it's, it's not great because... You're right. How do we just do this five days a week? And also forget how much money you spend. I was in work today in London and I bought a sandwich at lunchtime and a drink and it was like £4.50. And it's sort of like, I used to do this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Always take my own lunch in. I know it's really dull and boring, but I'll take a salad in or something. But to be fair, I've been living off pizza for the last week. We had pizza huh. on the weekend and we had loads left and I've had it every day this week. And the thing is, it'll get yeah. to Saturday and everyone will say, what should we have for dinner? And I'll say, should we have a pizza? So, yeah, yeah. Dom, Domino's. No, just like no. a just a shop bought pizza and oh, just okay. cook loads of them and um, <laughs> yeah, just have a pizza binge. Very nice indeed. Thank oh, you very well, much. There you go. That's if you need some I'm rice, eating. my wife cooked rice tonight. I think she's done enough for a small coastal town. So, uh, if you need any oh. spare, we've got we've got a couple of bucketfuls downstairs if you want them. Okay. Thank I've, you. Uh, I've recently, I've recently uh, learned how to cook rice after spending many, many years of messing it up and burning it on the bottom of the pan and, and all kinds of stuff like that. I now know how to do it. What's the Brilliant. secret? What's the secret? You just don't stir it. You don't stir rice. It's just, it's not a really? thing. Yep. You put it in the, you put it in the, uh, the, in the pan and stuff like that. Right. Uh, could, could put a little bit of uh, like garlic and some butter in and stuff, and then and put the rice in. And then you stir the rice and coat all that, and, and then you put the water in, and then you mm-hmm. leave it to boil, put the lid on, and you just leave it. And then as soon as the water's evaporated, that's it. Like the rice is ready, and mm. it'll be nice and fluffy. So you don't have to, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Quite impressed with myself, really. So well, you're supposed yeah. to you're supposed to cook it, are you? Yeah, you're supposed to cook it. It tastes a bit rank if you just have it dry. I find it a bit crunchy out of the packet, though. I'm not sure it if that's... A bit, yeah. It is a bit crunchy if you do that, but, you know. Each to their own, Rich. Each to their own. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, that's um, yeah, there's an unexpected cookery tip uh, for you. Mm. Um, so, look, look we, we're going to have to talk about it again because, you know, the war hasn't uh, ended the world it. yet, but um, it is still going on. Um I'm not. I'm not sure how much more BBC news I can watch. I, I honestly, I, I just, you know, 
I just can't do it. Especially, well, we, we spoke about it last week. I, at least to say, I can't. I can't watch any more. I just can't. I just can't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. She's just. She's just bad. Is she though, or is she just in a, in a place reporting on what's happening? I mean, it's not supposed to be happy and cheery. Um, and also I'm not sure you're supposed to watch it if you watch it continuously like the news channel it's always going to be bad I think you're supposed to watch it in small chunks once a day to find out what's going on yeah I think that's probably it I think I'm probably watching too much I'm watching the one o'clock news and the six o'clock news probably a little bit overkill but you know that's my life you know that's it yeah I think it's just her voice isn't it it is and it's just yeah and it's just like and the the worst thing is I I could kind of just about kind of cope with it if Clive Myrie was standing opposite her now They've got the they've they've shipped him out of there. I'd, I'd imagine he's come back to the UK for a bit of a bit of a rest or something like that. And uh, they've got um, got another lady who's in Lviv, I think. And then it's sort of just a link. So you know, she hands over to her, and then there's this great monologue, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, kill me now. Um, so the thing and, is, there's, okay. there's nearly World War Three starting, and we're moaning about one of the Least presenters, Lise Doucet. Yep. Well, you know. So it's I don't know if you know, um, there were more pictures this week of Ukrainian farmers nicking tanks. Yeah, oh, really? I, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's brilliant. They, you know, they, they literally are, aren't they? They're, sort of, uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're fighting as hard as they possibly can. And uh, yeah, I love it. Well, they were saying as well, they put them on eBay. So if you go on eBay, there's a Russian tank for sale for $400,000. <laughs> I'm not sure if you have to pick it up or they deliver it, but it's on, it's on there for $400,000. Oh, um, really? As somebody did write, apparently, um, if they keep on nicking tanks at this rate, soon they'll be the fifth biggest military in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of, got these tanks all over his... This one farmer's just got, like, three tractors and 48 tanks in his back garden. Blessing. They were like, uh, I think they were showing today how like they had some footage of like the Russians all sort of converging on sort of you know in this town, and they, they were in a complete disarray, a mess. The tanks everywhere, and then they were just getting shelled by the Ukrainians. <laughs> just like these tanks, just like driving off in all different directions and stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't all group together. Might, might be a bit of a target. Did you see the the paratroopers who tried to go to the top of the buildings and take a, you know, so they had a an area advantage over people on the street and they were in this building and they, they got in the lift to go up to the top and the caretaker turned the power off. Excellent. And then took a picture of them from the CCTV cameras. So all these paratroopers stuck in a lift going up. And they just turned the power off and took a picture of them and put it on social media. Genius. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert in military tactics, but taking a lift probably isn't how you're supposed to do it. I don't I don't know. Mm, but not if you're a roughy tufty Russian yeah. Mm. Um, tufty. <laughs> isn't that like a Beatrix put a rabbit or something? <laughs> or a fox. Oh, who's a squirrel? Was it? Yeah, it was a squirrel, oh. wasn't it? Tufty. Oh, okay. Tufty the squirrel. Oh, yeah. Like the, the highway code I knew stuff. I'd heard it somewhere. Yeah, Did you see, though, this week that Justin Timberlake's going to take part in the war as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be... He's based along the Crimea Tufty. River. Crimea River, yeah. Oh, yeah. God's God. sake. That, I'm surprised that hasn't made the joke of the week, to be fair. Like, you know, that somebody's done that. that. Awful, I had to read that twice when somebody sent me that. I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. It was quite funny, though. Yeah. Um, and some bloke um, put on Twitter and on Facebook as well, he said, it's a bittersweet announcement, but after two amazing years as an infectious diseases expert, 
I'm now moving on. I'm now an expert on no-fly zones and Eastern European affairs, and I'm very much looking forward to this exciting new opportunity. So it's all these armchair generals who, up until last week, were telling you about vaccines to do with COVID. They've moved on now, so they're all experts on NATO military tactics. So, you know, Karen on Twitter is where you need to go if you want to analyse the Russian military advance, because all these people who have once seen a war film, so therefore are experts. Uh, but that was that's quite amusing. Um, I know it's wrong, and I'm not. Please don't take this the wrong way. I'm not making light of the war situation. I take this the wrong way. No, no. What you're going to say, but I take it the wrong way. I'm not making light of it at all, and it's terrible, you know. But if are you, am I the only one that sits there and when they're doing the newscasting and they've got their flak jacket on with press written on the front, I think you've got to press that button, and then like a big punch will come out or something, or someone's little arms will go wee. <laughs> when you press, have you not, have you not seen the video of the football when that happened? No. So there's a guy behind the goal, he's a, photogra- a photographer, and he's got a high-vis jacket with press written on the back of it. Yeah. And one of the fans goes down and just taps him on the back. Yeah. And the guy turns around and goes, what are you doing? He goes, it says press on the back of your <laughs> on the back of the jacket. It's every time I see it, I'm like, what's he going to do if I press it? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not an expert, but they're standing on the top of, like, they're standing on the top of buildings with massively bright lights. So the whole yeah. of the rest of the city is in lockdown. And everyone's yeah. hiding. And on the top of this building are these massively huge lights. It makes a massive target. And, and they're wearing a flat jacket. I think that's not going to help if they fire a missile at you, is it? It's not going to go, oh, bounce off my jacket. It'll be fine. It's Not only are you yeah. sort of standing up there, but you're lighting yourself up. You might just put a big target in front of you and say, hi, we're up here. It's okay. Well, I'm kind yeah. of um, I'm kind of waiting for like you know them to be sort of alive on the BBC News at six, and then the, you know like a shell uh, sort of hits a building two hundred meters away or something like that. that. That's that's what I'm waiting for. You know, I'm waiting for something to happen because you know you know it's going to. You know, they're, if they're up on the top of this hotel or wherever, you just think, oh my god, like you know what's going to happen if they start bombarding the place? That's yeah. almost exactly what I just said. Spoo- <laughs> spooky. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you two are on well, the same no. wave. Yes, wow. it's all going very well. That's not worrying. So I don't know if you see, but there's obviously loads of sanctions going on. They've now sanctioned. Uh, I can't. Remember, is it? I always thought it was Roman 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 Abramovich, but it's all like people on the news going Roman Abramovich, and you know, suddenly everyone becomes an expert on how to pronounce his name. So the bloke who owns Chelsea has now been sanctioned. Well, I yeah. think it means that the club shop has got to be closed because they can't sell yeah. merchandise. They can't, they can't sell, sell any new tickets. tickets. They can't, can't sell, sell any tickets. Any they tickets. can't sell players. They've had to get a special licence from the government to allow current season ticket holders to carry on going to the games. Yeah. I'm not even sure you can buy a coffee or a pie when you're at the game because that's also... I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just don't get it. I don't... I mean, you know, it's like you must be able to surely... The club must be able to demonstrate that no money is going to him... But, but he owns it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but he said he was going to sell it, didn't he? So yeah, but he, he, he can't. He, he can't. He can't sell it now because no, he's, he's under sanctions. Well, I don't. I don't know. I just. It's just very bizarre. I mean, I, I think they're going to do a special sort of dispensation, so he can sell it still, aren't they? They're looking into well, that. I think they've got but to at do the moment, something. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know because I think the originally he was saying basically, wasn't he? He was saying that he, he was going to sell it, but it was going to go. The profits were going to go to. Ukrainian refugee Well, he didn't actually say Ukrainian, though, did he? He said to victims of the war. Oh, okay. Very vague. Uh, Very vague. And also, I don't think you can just set up a charity and give him a £3 billion football club. I mean, I'm sure it's not that easy, because there must be, like, rules and forms to fill in. I don't know about it, but it all just felt a little bit odd. And 
I'm going to be really controversial because there's loads of people on the radio today saying, oh, it's really bad for Chelsea. And I'm thinking, actually, tough. Yeah. Mm. You got your money from there. And the club I follow, Everton's in the same, not as bad a position, but they're in the same sort of position. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're not. They're near the relegation zone. Yeah, well, ex- exactly. <laughs> well, Chelsea might be there soon if they go this way. But, you yeah. know, if you, uh, if you take you your money from, from people and those people then get found out or stopped because they've been not doing something wrong, but they're linked to people who are doing bad things. Yeah. Why should the football club who's reaped all the benefits of that suddenly be protected from it? I know that's a bit of controversial and it's nothing to do with people who support Chelsea or anything else, but it, it's sort of like have your cake and eat it. You want all the good bits of it, but when it all goes to crap at the end, you're going, oh, it's not fair because we're a football club and you should leave us alone. No, you, you got all his money and bought your way a lot of success. That's, you know, crash and burn, I'm afraid. Very, yeah. very controversial, Rich. My it God. is. But it's not it's, wrong, it's, though. Am I wrong? Right. From no. the Evertonian as well. No, unbelievable. But yeah, and we've, and we've got rid of... We've lost sponsors, and one of the main shareholders is um, either being sanctioned or could be, and I think the whole question of the new stadium is up in the air because he was giving lots of money to it. And yeah, it happens. And if clubs... They won't go bust, but if they, you know, if they have a tough time of it, you have to sort of take what you... You know, if you take the good stuff, you have to take the bad stuff that comes with it. Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah. well, we're waiting to see what happens. And, uh, yeah, but lots of Chelsea fans that won't be very happy and stuff, you know, and obviously they can't buy their football shirts for 60, 70 quid. What a shame. Oh well, let's put it this way, right? Let's just hope the war doesn't get completely out of control because there won't be any football clubs left or any humans no. if uh, it gets ridiculously out of hand. So end this bloody war. That's what we've got to say. Did you see, by the way, uh, the Stephen Seagal story? I mean, he's, he used he's, to be friends with Putin, didn't he? Well, he's banned from going into Ukraine. Obviously, forget the war, but before the war, he was banned from going to Ukraine right. uh, because he was a national security threat. Really? Um, because, yeah, he was friends with Putin, and I think he even got Russian citizenship. Oh, right, OK. Um, okay. And apparently... Um, letter that he got said he committed a socially dangerous action that contradicts the interest of maintaining Ukraine's security comes after he was received citizenship in Russia. Well, this is back in like 2017 or something. Yeah, but, um, you know, the one guy could go in and, you know, he can save a train from terrorists, he can save other things. <laughs> he might be the guy you want, but you banned him, so he can't help you. Well, that means they must have banned Channel 5 as well because his films are on every night after 10 o'clock. Mind you, I mean, let's face it, have you seen Steven Seagal now? I just know, I mean, I'm looking at know, a picture of him now thinking not, he might have been used really. as an anti-tank yeah. trap, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. <laughs> or a temporary bridge over over the river, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm oh, not yeah. sure he's the elite fighting machine that he once was, which I find it... Uh, um, I was watching... Uh, the, the, the time I saw him uh, most recently was when I was watching Jack Whitehorn Travels with My Father, and, and he sort of, you know, basically was at a hotel over in America and Steven Seagal was in the hotel. So he went up and introduced himself just outside the hotel and Steven Seagal ended up pushing him into some um, like some sort of pond water and stuff which was really? yeah it was all kind of staged and stuff like that oh, but, okay. um, uh, but yeah he was just I said uh, you looked at him he was like oh my god that is what Steven Sakala has become I mean he's clearly enjoyed life in a very very successful way you know <laughs> is he still with all the Kelly LeBrock is he still yeah. with Kelly LeBrock you remember Kelly LeBrock who was in weird science oh yeah really he was married to her yeah or he wasn't was, was he yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they're still together. It's upsetting me. Um, yeah, yeah. Do, do some quick internet research. Stephen Seagull. Stephen oh. Seagull, yeah. And 
Oh, yeah, special representative for Russia, U.S. cultural links. Cultural and historical heritage is what comes up when you look him up. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there another nut that. job from America who did something with, with North Korea? A foot, um, basketball player. Uh, who was it? Was it a basketball player who suddenly kept going out for drinks with Kim Jong-un and showing up at random events in, in North Korea? Oh, not... Um, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, was it? Was he a, was was he a sportsman? He was, yeah. yeah he was, and he was, was an actor, player, yeah. yeah. Huh. God. Anyway. God. So are they still married? No, they're ex. Oh, okay. Oh, they, there's a story saying that she feels sorry for her ex-husband, who she mm. cuttingly called a tragedy of Hollywood. <laughs> a tragedy of Hollywood. Brilliant. Oh, That's cutting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, dear. Never mind. Oh, dear. Poor old Steven Seagal. Uh, but talking about uh, Roman Abramovich, or whatever his name is this week, um, yes. did you see that John Terry took some stick because he posted a picture of him next to Abramovich? Yes. Um, and it, was, it wasn't very well judged, but there's somebody in the comments underneath wrote, I'm surprised John Terry hasn't got a Russian army shirt on in preparation for the win. Which is obviously a thing. Do you remember when he was banned from the Champions League and he was in his full kit, he'd go on and get the trophy at the end. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, the yeah. glorious times. The things, the things that your mind harps back to. Oh, uh, yeah. But that was just, I found that, I found that quite funny. Now, um, it's obviously a very serious topic, what's going on, but I have been delving through the pages of our favourite newspaper, oh, yeah. um, who have been covering this story in detail. We need some light entertainment. Go on. Yep. Okay. So I have th- Come on. three headlines from the Sunday Sports to do with the war in Ukraine. Okay. And the first one, the first headline, uh, Naked Putin made me toss off elephants to fill his spunk bath. Um, now, this is a Sunday Sports exclusive by Brad Chadwick. Um, <laughs> in a desperate bid to stay youthful and virile, evil tyrant Vladimir Putin has tried all manner of bizarre and weird procedures. From shoving testosterone suppositories in his ass to regular steroid injections <laughs> elsewhere, the 72-year-old warmonger is still willing to try anything, which is why for the last two years, Peter Ivankovic has been employed to wank off three elephants every day. Um, <laughs> so th- that's the first story. Uh, the second one is a headline, uh, Poor Wee Jimmy Cranky Kept as Evil Putin Cellar Slave. Now, this is by um, another exclusive. Um, uh, Deep in the maze of the Kremlin basement is a room only Vladimir Putin has a key for, and the president visits visits it every Monday for 45 minutes at 3pm without fail. For years, US and British intelligence services have been trying to find out what goes on in that room, shut off from natural light and fresh air. But now... Thanks to a brave whistleblower, we can reveal that Putin keeps clones of Scottish comedy duo The Crankies held prisoner and uses them for his sexual pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I I so want to work at this newspaper. I just want to get a job there. It would just be the most... I mean, how the hell do you even think that up? (laughs) And the final story... Is it humans, humans, though, that are writing this? There must be some, like, algorithm, (laughs) just a computer that's just printing this off at random. And the final story is Bingo Grand Putin, but Putin, to make it look like Putin, uh, Bingo Grand Putin the boot in... uh, Put the boot... Sorry, no, I got this completely wrong. Bingo Grand putting the boot on Vlad Drag Queen. 
your numbers up, Moscow nut jobs told. Um, uh, oh, I've lost the story now. It's uh, here we go. Oh, I've lost it again. And this is another exclusive. It's hard to believe. Um, a drag queen who looks a bit like vile type of Vladimir Putin has been banned from his local bingo hall after regulars kicked off. Shocking, shocking. I know. James Parker, who goes by the name of Lulu Boo Boo when dressed up, has been going to the Housey House Lotto Bingo Hall for the last four years. When they attended on Thursday, other patrons reacted with fury and said, I was having a great time until I got a line, then people started booing. Oh and there you go, just to show you, this is, you won't see this, I'll, put, I'll try it. this is a picture of, oh, um, the drag queen in question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh my God. And again, he does look a bit like Freddy Krueger. So yeah, yeah, so that's how it's been, Freddy so that's how it's been reported in the, um, in the Sunday sport, which is good news. And um, two other things I found Brilliant. this week, um, so that well-known, apparently there's a message on Twitter from the uh, Ukraine Library Association, okay. um, the fun-sounding bunch of people, who had to announce they cancelled their annual conference. And basically the message they put up says, we will reschedule it as soon as we have finished vanquishing our invaders. My God, it sounds like something oh, from wow. like, someone attacking a castle. We're going to vanquish the invaders. Um and this yeah, one's a bit close to the mark. Least. This one's a bit close to the mark. Um, but somebody Go said, on. it can only be World War Three if it comes from the World War region of Germany. Otherwise, it's just sparkling international conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like Someone Cornish pasties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, look, let's hope it comes to an end very, very soon in a good way, not a bad way. Well, it's already bad, but hopefully, I don't know. It's just got to stop. It's crazy. I do have a sneaky feeling that we might be talking about this again next week, but we'll see how we go. Um, Either that will all be dead. One of the two things. Well... (laughs) Um, well, I, I at the moment, be... I'm not sure which one is preferable. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be reaching agreement anytime soon. Let's put it that way. Like, you know, just, no. it's, it's just not going to happen, is it? It's just, you know. No. But there you go. Right. No, I don't that was all thoroughly depressing, which can only mean. It's the time you all been waiting for. We promise you won't feel the same as before. Yes, he's ready to tell a bad joke. It's a Jason's joke of the week. I've got a job making plastic Draculas. There are only two of us on the production line, so I have to make every second count. Oh, my God. What? Oh, oh God, OK. I just, <laughs> I just worked that out. Think about that. You had, to, you had to think about it there, didn't you? Before the old goal. Yeah, started. every second oh. count. Yeah, sorry, I know it's bad, isn't it? All right, can I tell you one more? Oh, yeah, go on, then. go on. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? I don't know. Same middle name. (laughs) Sorry, what was that? I missed it. The same middle name. As in the. Do you know, chaps, it's been months now. It's been months since I bought the book How to Scam People Online. It still hasn't arrived. (laughs) You? What? (laughs) How to scam or scam? It's been months since I bought the book How to Scam People Online. It still hasn't (laughs) arrived. So I thought you said scan. I was like, what's that uh, got to do with it? Right, did you know sorry. that my penis was in the um, Guinness Book of World Records? No. But then the librarian told me to take it out. 
<laughs> I didn't make that. Oh, I stole that. that there. There's a couple you of people. You. There's a couple of Twitter channel, um, TikTok channels where people tell each other jokes on different podcasts. I stole that from there, but that's a very funny joke. I thought. Yeah. Right. You can't very... leave that in there as you try and check it back in. Uh, exactly. Not any minute. Don't slam it shut. Oh dear. Yeah. Dear, 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 I'm not dear, sure dear. what. It, I'm not sure what record it was in there. It could be. That could be taken either way. I suppose it could be. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll have another joke of the week next week. Some podcasts spend hours researching their content. Some podcasts spend ages rehearsing so every episode sounds polished and professional. Well, good for them. Here, we talk nonsense, offer ill-informed opinions on stuff, and just blag it every week. And we wouldn't have it any other way. This is 3Go Podcasting. So I've been saving up now, chaps, for quite a few weeks, and any time now I should have enough to buy a tank of petrol, with a bit of luck. Um, it's getting a bit <laughs> expensive, isn't it? What's going on with that? Yeah, it is. I've, yeah, got to go, uh, I've got to go tomorrow, and I'm really not looking forward to it. Tomorrow's payday, and I've got to go and fill the car up, and I just know that I'm just going to... It's just going to upset me. It's, <laughs> yeah. Some places have topped two quid, haven't they? They've, yeah. they've taken a photograph today in Kent, of one petrol station that's top two quid. I think it's in Canterbury, on the A2 in Canterbury. I don't but, know. Um, I don't know why on earth you would ever go to, you know, like kind of these the, the big sort of stations, you know, BPSO, all that kind of stuff, like the motorway service stations and stuff. I, mm. it, I just I just wouldn't myself. Yeah. It's, it's just ridiculous. You see, if so, you're running out, I suppose, you've got no choice. But, um, well, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It is, um, yeah, two quid. It's, they reckon it's going to cost 90 quid to fill up a sort of yeah. a regular car don't they now going it's forward so just, um, it's just crazy and you know you just think you know it's, it's, it is mad it's like you got your petrol going up like and then you'll be food and then we got yep. the gas and then we got everything else you just like i don't really know where this ends i mean this ends just in a lot of pain for yep. a lot of families across the uk it really does and well it's you know. it's going up because I, I don't know about you so my, my contract's due to run out on the gas electricity next month so i got a um uh, just sort of like a, an estimate of what it's going to cost me going forward. And it, it's already gone up about 80 quid in the last six, seven months, and it's going to go up another £100. At, and that's obviously before another one comes in again in October, isn't it? So um, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It a month or a year? Uh, a month. Mm -hmm. 180 quid a month has gone up. It's gone up £80 in the last six months, and it's going to go up another £100 in, oh, in you see. April. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's mad. I mean, I, you know, I moved into my new house last April. So my, um, my deal is up with, I'm with Octopus Energy and uh, I'm with so Octopus as well. Yeah. With Octopus. Yeah. They're so very fingers, good. Yeah. They're very good. And then they, um, they, so they said to me, look, well, you can go on to another 12 month fixed, but that is going to cost you 200 quid. And I was like, yep. Can't afford two hundred pound for gas and electricity. That's just mad. Mm. So I've had to go on to the variable rate, and then I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But it's you know it's rubbish. Is anyone it's getting the impression that this isn't? <laughs> I don't want to be really, but is this actually going to get any better? You know when they always say, "Oh, this will come down in a month or two or whatever." Or well, what? I can't see it. I is don't see it now. Well, I don't it? understand. I don't. I, I get the oil bit perpetual because yeah. that comes yeah. from, but. I thought we had all these nuclear power stations and I thought we had all these offshore wind and this whatever it is. How have we run out of electricity? How How is it costing this much? Surely, I, I don't quite understand it because I don't, you know, we don't 
we get very little of our stuff from Russia. We get like four yep. percent of our gas. Yeah. So I think it's what, what's going on with it? Either, but I think it's basically to do with the fact that it, it's all generated. It doesn't matter whether where we're getting the energy from. The price is all done across like a global sort of index, isn't it? And basically, yep. say for example, Germany get all their gas or most of their gas from Russia. The fact that all of a sudden they've got to stop doing that means that it's going to push up the demand for other regions, which therefore pushes the price up on this global index, which therefore impacts our price as well. It just, so it's, it just means, though, that you know these big companies are just making absolutely shed loads of money. And it just, well, that's the know, thing. Yeah, like, that's the thing I don't get. You know, that you can't. You can't tell me that you know a company that earns nine and fifteen billion pounds profit mm. can't take some kind of hit, like you know, sort of, yeah. and and the ordinary Joe public have to pay this, you know, ridiculous level of money. It is yeah. just obscene, and it's yeah, because that's a bit I don't understand because it was like you've had all these big sort of oil companies and that you know doing their profits and their record profits and everything, and I don't get that. I would have thought you know their costs would have gone up as well. The, you know, the product they're buying would have cost them more and therefore they would be making very similar profits. I mean, they have to operate on a profit and I get that, but very similar profits to before, not record profits. That to me doesn't sound right at all. And therefore it's not getting given to the people who who need it the most. When you pay, so if you pay for every pound you pay at this petrol station, Mm -hmm. how much of that actually, I don't know the answer. I suspect a very small amount of that actually goes to the company who makes the oil. Yeah. 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 Most of it's tax. Yeah. Yeah. So actually we're having this thing, but actually so this, this is where you have your cake and eat it thing is a lot of these companies used to be nationalised and were sold off or privatised or whatever. Mm, yep. That's what happens. It's, you, if you privatise something and you make it a company, it's quite difficult to then say you can't make a profit and then make them do stuff. Because yep. that sort yep. of, if you didn't want to do it, why did you privatise it? And well, that's then why they were, uh, that's why they were talking about like the railways, you know, sort of po- the possibility of them coming back into sort of public ownership, weren't they, and stuff, you know, because of, so been outsourced. There've been so many disasters that's happened over the years. Uh, I can't see it happening myself, but you know. I don't but it know. also assumes that other people running it in the public sector would be any good yeah. at running it. Because yeah. what tends to happen with these things, it's the same people running it, just with a different logo, isn't it? It's the same. Oh, yeah. It's the same hundred people in charge of stuff. They just change their. They just change the logo outside the front door. But I don't. I don't understand if if you know if I don't know out of a pound. I don't know. We can look it up. But if it's a 85p is tax mm-hmm. you sort of wonder well rather than you giving everybody this 200 pound loan towards it ever just knock 10p off the tax or something. i don't know well, but the electricity thing is if we generate it in this country okay yeah. if i look out my window here all i can see is wind turbines mm-hmm. which is fine yeah. how is that i don't understand how that's affected by something that's happening in germany with their electricity because surely we're we're generating that and if we're generating it just build more of the things that generate it and then you're self-sufficient aren't you and then you get rid of gas by just giving it would probably be cheaper to for the government to buy everybody a electric cooker rather than the gas cooker and shove it in shove it in their kitchen yeah, it? i don't know were, uh, i mean they because they, they're talking aren't they about they, they want uh, everybody to replace their like gas central heating boiler with like a, a heat pump so that's there. The, the, by 2030, allegedly, we're all supposed to, you know, move over to these heat pump systems and stuff, which is all very well. And they'll, they'll give you a grant towards it. Say grant towards it. You still got to come up with like, you know, loads and loads of cash to try and yeah, buy. Yeah, so I, I don't think you have to do it by 2030. Uh, but I think by 2030, any new house won't be able to have gas in it. 
So they're already if you buy a new house now, you right. don't get anything. You don't get a gas supply. You don't get it's everything's electric. So I think what they're saying is by yeah. twenty thirty, there'll be no new gas installed no. and then over the next yeah. i don't know 10 20 30 years you're supposed to get rid of everything and get this heat pump or whatever the hell it i don't understand what it is but yeah. they're about yep. 13 grand aren't they or something ridiculous yeah at the moment <laughs> about 25 by the time we get them but yeah yeah so yeah, it's just don't worry don't worry the government will give you four grand towards it it's fine well, they won't though will they a lot of the time they won't no. they'll, they'll, they'll make sure we're exempt from it and yeah. we don't actually get it so yeah, yeah. exactly yeah we, we we can't clearly earn too much and stuff yeah exactly i know exactly. that yeah yeah because so i'll get bugger all off the government yeah exactly exactly um so looking at the petrol price it says here 57.95 57.95 pence per litre for petrol and diesel is charged and then an extra 20% VAT on top of that as well. So that's your tax. But it looks like it's dropped quite a bit since beginning of last year to this year to try and offset, I think, against the increase on the um, at the pumps. So, yeah. So for every pound, 57p is tax and then 20% VAT? Every litre. So at the moment, how much is a litre? It's £1.70 odd, is it? One pound. Right. 60 so yeah uh just on they have they get about a pound well if you take the at off as well they probably get a little under a pound per liter okay hmm Mm. It's oh, all very fun. serious and sensible chat know, this week, uh, isn't it? We've we really we've we've covered it again this week. It's you yeah, know, we, are, we are you know, we're, but we're moaning about the right stuff because this you know this will drive people absolutely crazy and there's a lot of people worried about this and you know I think we're yeah. you know we kind of you know we're all three of us are. At, you know jobs are, are, are you know sort of reasonably good jobs and stuff yeah. we do all right but you know yeah. i know that from my point of view and stuff you know i'm gonna struggle it, it is a struggle i think it's i think it's everyone be, it's know. not gonna not impact anybody and i'm like in the same boat right I, 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 you know i'll get a decent salary but i'm worrying about this stuff i, I, I you know it's going to impact us massively and it, and it has got to the point where you have to start counting out all your outgoings what's essential versus not and i just feel sorry for the people that are i mean i, know, I used to uh, this scraping yeah. it scraping it like through. um i used to have like a takeaway a week we used to have a you know we'd have a takeaway and yeah. we just don't now we just don't nah. we just you know you just you're just like i'm, I'm not i'm not doing it i can't you know because that's like 50 quid you know once yeah. you've like you've know, done it for the family and stuff and yeah, yeah you just think no i you know i can't justify can't it no, no. So, and then yeah. that has a knock-on effect to local sort of businesses and stuff like yeah. that as well, because you can't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not good. It's, it's, it's so it's all going really well, I think. Oh, it's yeah. just. I think do you know what? Is, uh, the world is a brilliant place to live, right? Now. I think if you actually sit down and think about it, geez, you just, you just don't want it. I think it's a good job that we're all really busy, right? And we can just not think about this stuff and not have time to think about it because it well, is. I don't know about. I don't know about. Well, you two are. I mean, you know, I'm not <laughs> sitting here watching the one o'clock and six o'clock news. That's it. I'm, I'm ready to you know, be Harry Carey, mate. I don't know what I need to don't do it. Don't no. do it. Dear me. Tell you. Because you won't make the news. It won't no, even get on the news now because no, it's just, just it. one topic. Yeah, you, you won't beat the war. <laughs> right, let's war. talk about something a bit more upbeat. What have we? What have we? What have we been watching this week? Oh, can I? Can I go? Can I go? Yeah, go. Um, oh, go on. So I've been watching, and I recommend this as well. Right, so you know Gogglebox. We talk about Gogglebox, and yep. you know it's not my, my favourite program, but my other half likes watching it, so we watched it. So I have to recommend. Um, Gogglebox did a good job this week. So it, it highlighted a program that I'd seen, I'd flicked, and it'd been on in the background, but I hadn't sat and actually watched. And it's a program called Cheaters on BBC One, and basically mm. it's a t- it's a ten minute 
pro episode, 10 minutes per episode. It's 18 episodes. And, um, yeah, they showed a clip of this, and me and my half looked at it, and we thought, do you know what? That looks quite funny. We'll actually give it a go. Um, so, basically, the story is um, it's uh, a young man, a young woman. They're in Finland uh, in the airport. Um, he ends up pouring coffee over her bag as an accident. They don't know each other. Um, then they have a bit of a fallout at the, um, the check-in desk. He calls her a miserable old cow and stuff like that. Lo and behold, their flight gets cancelled and they end up spending the night in a hotel. They meet at the bar and then end up having an affair. Um, and it turns out like he has just, his other half has recently just cheated on him with uh, a woman uh, at, uh, at work. And um, then he finds out after they've gone upstairs and you know what, um, that she's actually married as well. But then it gets even better because then they head back to the UK and... Uh, he gets out of his taxi, she gets out of her taxi, and lo and behold, they live opposite each other, and they've never <laughs> met each other before. Um, and, and basically, it just escalates out of that, and um, yeah. it's them trying to continue this affair, um, and it all gets a bit weird. The other half of this lady called Folla, um, her, her husband called Zach, um, walks in on them one night having this uh, intimacy, shall we say, in the bedroom. Um, but rather than going in and confronting them, he he realises, because he's had a little bit problem downstairs, that all of a sudden hearing this is giving him uh, a bit of excitement, shall we say. And uh, it gets him, yeah, so um, I, won't give it, I won't give it away too much, but it is quite funny, actually. And um, I, yeah, we, we watched all 18 episodes over like, the last couple of weeks. And um, yeah, thoroughly recommend it, actually. It was really, really good. It's because um, I, I didn't realise I, I didn't really know many of the people in it. There's a guy. Um, the main character was called Josh, uh, and he's uh, with this lady called Esther. And then you've got the other couple called Foller and Zach. Um, and I didn't realise um, Zach is actually part of the Fox family. And now looking at him, I'm like, oh yeah, you can tell he's part of the Fox. He's, he's James Fox's son, Edward Edward Fox's um, nephew, and yeah, he's from that sort of dynasty. And then there's uh, the lady who plays Foller is a lady called Susan Wacoma, and she was in a program called Year of the Rabbit with Matt Berry, which is a comedy program on Channel Four. I don't know if you ever saw that. Um, I, I knew I'd seen her somewhere, but I couldn't quite picture it. But uh, there are people that have been in quite a few other things, but not like the main sort of stars in it. But yeah, in this, it, it's these four that are the main sort of characters in it. And it's basically just following them around this affair and uh, how their lives sort of evolve when this uh, affair sort of comes to light. But yeah, I recommend it. It's on, it's on BBC, sorry, BBC iPlayer. Um, and it's called Cheaters. And yeah, I'd mm. recommend it. Okay. Lovely, lovely. Well, I've been watching the Avengers movies. I've, I've just started. Uh, in fact, ah. just after we finish here, I'm going to watch uh, the number number two. Oh yeah, because uh, uh, just 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 because I'm into it. I don't, somebody said to me like, you know, why don't you watch it? I don't know if it's never really hit my kind of radar. Have you not seen them before? No, now? I've never seen them before. Ah. Um, but I saw the one last night, and it took me a little while to get into it. But I have to say. I'm sold, so I'm going to watch uh, number two uh, tonight. So hang on a minute, though. So are you just watching the Avengers movies or are you watching all the Marvel movies? Because you have to be careful because a lot of it leads on from the Marvel. So say, for example, you have to jump from avengers to say captain america because captain yeah. america then leads on to the next avengers so oh, i have no idea i just i'm oh, just watching okay. the avengers movies <laughs> I, I don't know it was it was called the avengers and then i looked up uh, online and uh the, the, obviously the the next one in line it's, i think it was like 2009 2015 or something like that and then yeah upwards but um, which one's that's yeah. age of ultron in it the second one yeah that's the, that's the one yeah that's, that's not as good one. that's not as good the best one is is um infinity war that's the best one 
Yeah, somebody somebody said that. So. Yeah. Should I skip then? Should I skip? No, no, no. Too? You still have to watch it. But all I'm saying yeah. is, be careful. If you've got like Disney Plus or whatever, yeah. just um, you're probably best watching them in the order, like all of them. Honestly, mm. binge watch them. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've well, never seen one of those films. I've never seen one of them. Never seen nope. Really? Never. None of them. Oh, no, they're great. They are really good. I mean, don't get me wrong. They get a bit long-winded and stuff. And some of the in-between sort of Marvel films are a bit sort of hit and miss. But um, no, I mean, yeah, Infinity War is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and Endgame was good as well. But yeah, they're, they're all good. They're all good films. Worth watching. Cool. So on Netflix at the moment, have you seen the Tinder swind- swind- uh, the Tinder swind- Swindler? I can't Swindler. say it. I yeah. haven't seen it. I've I heard about it. finally managed to get out. Well done. Yeah, I've heard about it. Have you watched it? Yeah, we watched it the other day. Um, and? Oh, my God. It's yeah. actually really quite scary what this guy was doing. Um, yeah. I mean, he not, he, it's not just a bit of a scam. Hundreds and thousands of dollars right. he got from these people. And yeah. they're still paying it back. And I think he got like 25 minutes in prison and then got out and then he's basically doing the same thing again. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tracked him down and um, filmed him and he refused to speak to them and stuff. But it's really, it's really worth watching. Um, yeah. I mean, basically the story is that they, women, a couple of women met this guy on, um, uh, on Tinder um ended up dating and of course it's all going well he flew them around the world on private planes and everything and then all of a sudden you get a story about oh i've um i'm in trouble i need money could you get um, an american express card in your name or my name um i need twenty five thousand dollars on it or i need a hundred thousand dollars and it just thinking oh god why would you do that i don't i have no, I have no idea if you know if someone that i'd met and stuff suddenly said to me i need 25 grand i'd be like uh, yeah, right. Okay. Well, I don't know where I'm going to get that. And uh, <laughs> you think I'm going to take a loan out for it? You can go. No, no. So it's done on credit cards. It's done in credit cards. Well, um, credit cards. 0-1-2-1-2-1 one, one, is what I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's absolutely not. No, but you, you can know, see. But, right. but the difference here, unlike some of these other scandals, is they were essentially going out for months on end, and he was flying her around the world or paying for tickets. So from her perspective, oh, okay. he had loads of money. He wasn't short of money because he was flying yeah. her around in his private plane with his security detail. And so yeah. it was, I fall on hard times, you know that I can pay you back. And you're thinking, actually, in some cases, I'm in love with this bloke. And yeah, I know he's got loads of money because he's done all these things and he takes me to these places and he buys my tickets. But actually, it was all just a massive con. But it's, it's worth watching. So he was using their money in order to pay, like, the previous... So was he seeing more than one person at the same time? So I didn't... Was it... I was... My wife was watching, and I was sort of doing that thing on my phone when I was going in and out. No, I don't think... There's a couple of ones where I think... Uh, no, I don't think he was, potentially. I can't remember, to be honest, because right. it goes off about an hour and a half. It's quite a long one. Yeah, it's um, like a film, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but the women... Um, the women are the actual women, and it's funny, because at the end, she's still on Tinder looking for people. Right. So you go, have you put as you put you off Tinder? No, no, I'm still on it. Um, no, exactly. I'm still there. I'm still, still in the corner, you know, paying off these tens of thousands of pounds worth of debt. But it's it's worth watching. It's it's really interesting. And it's, where, where what country did it take place in? Was it in the UK? Or was it the US or all over the? So place? from memory, excuse me, one of the memory. I think there was a Norwegian lady who was in London who then uh, went back home, and there were some other people. But it was all over the place. This was a jet site guy. I think he either had the same name as a famous, I think he had the same surname as a famous diamond company. So if you looked up the company, you would find there was a company with that name, but actually 
No, Levine, yeah, exactly. Levine or Levine or something. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, it was interesting. Um, and you get to see what he looks like and everything. So now... Oh, anyone, no, absolutely. They, they go after him and she's filming him. And there, was, there was something else as well, I think. Well, I can't remember, but I think one of the women, um, basically, he asked her, she realised what was happening and had given it to the police. Hmm. And he was saying, well, could you sell these items that I bought you or could you sell these items of mine that you've got and send me the money? And so she was selling them and just keeping the money for herself to try and pay back some of what he'd done. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, he's on there. I think they even, there's a voicemail that he left them, uh, the producer saying, I won't be on the show, I'm going to sue you, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, yeah right. it's... Um, it's interesting. It's um, okay. yeah, and I have seen it, and it's it's. I know it's been in like the charts on Netflix for quite some time, isn't it? Like it was number one for a while. So yeah, I'll have to give that a go. Mm, yeah, yeah, worth definitely it. worth definitely worth a watch. Um, anything else you've been up to? Anything exciting you want to share? Well, I've seen a few items in the news. Um, okay, so big, the big one. I the don't know if you saw it. So. No, but, no, oh, okay. the other big one. Um, so UK have chosen their Eurovision entry. Um, oh God! It's, it's that time again. It's May is coming around the corner very, very quickly. I was watching uh, the TV earlier. It was on earlier on. The guy was seeing it. It's bloody awful. And um, because oh. he was on there being interviewed, because he's some guy who's yeah. got like eighty million viewers on TikTok or something, isn't he? Or, or yeah, something. three million viewers. Yeah. Um, oh, shut up, Ian. <laughs> um, yeah, but he was he was talking about this song, and I was getting something out of the fridge, and there was this noise coming out of the TV, and I said, "What the hell was this?" And it was it was our Eurovision song song. It's awful, but I think they're saying so. Like Scott Mills has been on because um, obviously he's he's a massive Eurovision fan and he does the commentary on the semi-finals and stuff like that. But um, he was saying a good song doesn't cut it anymore. Basically, what you need is something with a bit of edge. Because I think like, I didn't realise there's this band that's coming up on like Deezer and that quite a lot now called um, is it Main Skin. And, or Manny Skin, I, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I forgot they actually won it last year, and now, now they're breaking into the charts, and they were quite rocky. And then obviously you've had like Lordy before, and you've had these other sort of the Rasmus, I think, um, who won it for Finland a few years back, and they're going in it again this year. And basically, you need a bit of a song with a bit of edge. No, you to need it. to be a totally different country other than Britain. Well, yeah, there is that. As well. You just don't need to enter the. You don't need to enter it. It's just. It's, it's oh, I love it. No, I love uh, it. I, oh, I do oh, love your vision. No, my opinion on this. So yeah, fourteenth yeah. of May. So the guy's name is Sam Ryder. As you say, he's a, he's got massive following on TikTok, which hopefully will have, you know have some international following in there, which may stick the odd vote in for us. He's got about twelve million fans on there. So go on, Sam Ryder. I'll have to hear the song though. I haven't heard it yet. It's hmm. not. It's not great. Um, hmm. I was then upset because after that, that was on the one show. It finished, and guess what the trailer was after the one show. Go on. Guess what's starting again next week. Not MasterChef. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Really? I didn't know it. It's starting again. The first of the 9,000 <laughs> contestants will start cooking. Oh. I just... That show is oh, it's never God. ending. It just never stops. <laughs> Can't they stop it, though? Because surely they use a lot of gas. They don't well. want to be able to fill the gas bill. No, exactly. That's surely. it. They won't be able to fill the gas bill. So, like, you know, I'm sorry. The, 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 these ovens and stuff, no, that's it. Cut back. I think there's some sort of targeted Russian yeah, attack on MasterChef. That would be quite helpful. Be lovely, Let's put it, it on hold. Let's put it on hold. Um, uh, one other story as well. Can mm. I tell you this one as well? This made me laugh. So, um, 
penalty shootouts seem to have been going a little bit through the roof recently. And like I've seen a few where they've gone to like I think the Liverpool Chelsea one was eleven ten, wasn't it? In the in the final of the Carabao Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so the world record of penalties has been broken this week um, on uh, yesterday. Um, so it's a, a non-league team, a couple of non-league teams uh, in the. It's called the Ernest Armstrong Memorial Cup, and it was between Washington and Bedlington, and the game finished as three all. Um, after 90 minutes, and then it went into extra time. But the penalties, um, it was uh, (laughs) 25-24 it finished. And there was actually (laughs) 54 penalties taken, because obviously both sides missed a few. Um, And the best thing about this story is that the number of penalties taken was bigger than the crowd, because there were 40 people in the crowd, and there were 54 penalties. (laughs) So. That's just genius. So I mean, congratulations. Uh, to... I very, very much enjoyed the uh, Liverpool-Chelsea uh, Carabao Cup final. because oh, I can Liverpool won. Uh, But I enjoyed it because uh, Chelsea bought on this, you know, this keeper because oh, yeah. he was very successful at saving penalties. The only thing they didn't kind of figure out is that he was not very good at taking them. Taking them and he so, blazed um, it over, you know, didn't he? Yeah, because so you let everything everything in, and then suddenly when it came to him, uh, with answer the goalkeeper, so you know we had, our one was very successful straight in the back of the net, and then <laughs> he just completely skied his. You just like I mean, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> and there was more than so forty people there as well. So yeah, uh, what is what, what is Carabao? What, what do they do? Energy drink, drink, energy drink. Oh, is it? Energy drink. Mm. It's, a, it's Thailand, isn't it? I think it's from Thailand, isn't it, or something? Um, yeah, is that what used to be the Rumbelow's Cup and the Milk Cup? Is that the same thing? Yeah, it's 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 what they uh, what they like call the it's what they like to call the fake cup. It's like you know any kind of you know discerning football fan will be like, yeah, but that doesn't count. It was the Carling Cup, wasn't it, for years as well? Yeah, Carling Cup. Yeah, League Cup. It does count. It's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those one of those ones. And you know, like the the quadruple for Liverpool is still on, so we could do the quadruple this year. We could. If we can catch Man City. What's the quadruple then? FA Cup, League Cup, Champions, Champions League, and League. And the uh, Rumbelows Cup. Yeah, and the Rumbelows Cup. What about the Charity Shield? Would that be a, whatever oh, yeah, the five is? Yeah, Charity Shield, is it? Is it the Charity Shield? No, they don't call oh, it commu- Community Shield, isn't it? So FA Cup. No, it's not, is it? The four will be the FA Cup, League Cup, the Premier League. And the Champions Standard. League, Standard. but they should make yeah. it a five to get the complete set with the Community Shield or whatever it's called. I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure and how the not badge as well. Yeah, I was trying to work. I was trying to work that out, and I suddenly go, "Why have I forgotten the Premier League?" <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not it? yeah, He's won that. Oh, Got dear. the T-shirt. Move on. Well, exactly. I don't know. Would you like a Would you like a, a positive quote of the week, boys? Just before we go? Oh, yes. A quote of the week? Yeah, hang on, stand by. It's Ian's inspirational quote of the week. Knowledge is knowing a tomato is a fruit. <laughs> Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. There you go. <laughs> Just think on that. Very wise words, is it? See, yeah, Rich was very impressed with that. He just thought he'd see his face, just you know, it was a picture. So, there you go. Um, and that feels like an appropriate place to finish uh, this week's podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, all being well and pending the end of the world, we'll be back next week. See you then. You've been listening to Three Go Podcasting. Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button in your podcasting app. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our website at 3gopodcasting.com. We're back next week. 3 Go Podcasting.